What's up, everyone? This is Anthony Pompliano. Most of you know me as Pomp. You're listening to the Pomp Podcast, simply the best podcast out there. Now let's kick this thing off. In today's episode, Will Clemente couldn't join me for our weekly sit-down. So instead, I just break down all of the charts that he put together. I hope that you enjoy this, and please bear with me, as obviously I'm nowhere near as astute in these metrics as Will, but I'm doing my best to keep up. So before we get into this episode, though, I want to quickly talk about our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Coinbase Wallet, your key to the world of crypto. Crypto isn't made to just buy, sell, and hold. With Coinbase Wallet, you can do so much more. Collect more NFTs, earn more with DeFi, and trade more than 4,000 tokens. Whether you're looking to play, stake, spend, or just explore a trending new protocol, Coinbase Wallet is your key to more. Longtime holders already know that wallets are a must-have if you want complete control of your crypto. That's why Coinbase Wallet makes self-custody simple while providing the safety and security of the most trusted name in crypto. Visit coinbase.com slash wallet to learn more. Again, that's coinbase.com slash wallet and learn more today. Today's episode is brought to you by Unstoppable Domains. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, I'd bet that the two things are true. First, you're passionate about Web3 and protecting your personal data. And two, you're a human being. If I'm right, then congratulations. You're entitled to all the benefits of the decentralized web. But here's the catch. As Web3-enabled technology like NFTs, smart contracts, and DAOs dive more elements of our real-world lives online, proving that you're a person without surrendering your personal data becomes exponentially more valuable and exponentially more difficult at the same time. This is why Unstoppable Domains launched Humanity Check. Humanity Check proves that you're, well, you, without revealing any of your personal data. No matter where you go on the web, you'll have total control over which apps you want to share your data with and which ones you don't. Prefer to be completely clouded in mystique? No worries. Humanity Check is 100% opt-in. If you want to feel alive or at least prove you are, head to unstoppabledomains.com today and get your NFT domain with Humanity Check. Again, head on over to unstoppabledomains.com and get your NFT domain with Humanity Check today. Today's episode is brought to you by Pipe. Crypto is all about giving the power back to the people, and our sponsor, Pipe, is doing that in a big way. Pipe is the world's first trading platform that allows you to trade recurring revenue streams for upfront capital. And with Pipe's new API, companies with recurring revenue can build seamless, embedded financing options into their platforms. One of the most interesting uses for Pipe's new API right now is Compass Mining's Mine Now, Pay Later, which powers payment plans on Bitcoin mining hardware so more miners can start or scale with a smaller upfront investment. Whether you're looking for mining hardware or scaling any business with recurring revenue, check out Pipe to access growth capital with no loans, no dilution, no restrictive covenants or warrants, just growth on your terms. And right now, Pomp Podcast listeners can access tens of thousands of dollars, even millions, fee-free for 12 months. Whether you are a mining Bitcoin company, whether you are a Bitcoin mining company looking to enable financing for your customers, or a SaaS, DTC, or any business that has recurring revenue, sign up at pipe.com slash pomp. Again, pipe.com slash pomp to start trading today. All right, let's get in this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Anthony Pompliano runs Pomp Investments. All views of him and the guests on his podcast are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Pomp or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his personal opinion. 
This podcast is for informational purposes only. What's up, guys? Bang, bang. Bitcoin had a massive week this week. And so, of course, one of the beauties of the market is that we can go right to the on-chain data and the macro data and see exactly what's happening in the Bitcoin network. Here's a summary of the past week. If we start out, we can see right here some of the key market dynamics is that Bitcoin's trading just under $39,000, drastically outperforming a number of different assets. If we then go take a look at the Bitcoin network stats themselves, the Bitcoin market cap sitting just about $750 billion or so. Of course, we're still at a 1.77% inflation rate, which is below the Fed's target of 2%. Over 90% of the Bitcoin supply has now been issued out into the market into that circulating supply. The real exchange volume at 2. $5 billion or so, over a million active addresses, and miners were paid $35.7 million in the last 24 hours to secure the decentralized network of Bitcoin. The GBTC premium is now a discount at a negative 25.34%, and Bitcoin is still down 43% from its all-time high. If we go and we take a look, Bitcoin versus gold versus the S&P 500, we see that Bitcoin over the last year is down 28%, while gold's up 7 and the S&P 500 is up 2%. But if you go to any other time period, Bitcoin is absolutely destroying gold and the S&P, up 374% over the last two years and up 775,000% over the last decade. Then if we take a look at Bitcoin's closing price, Bitcoin sitting right about $39,000 means that Bitcoin has only ever been above this price point for about 349 days. That means for over 92% of Bitcoin's life, Bitcoin has been lower than the current price point. So if you bought Bitcoin at that point and you held till today, you would be in profit. If we then go ahead and take a look at the compound annual growth rate of Bitcoin over the last decade, it sits at 145% or so, destroying the S&P 500, NASDAQ, gold, and TLT. And then, of course, that five-year sharp ratio at 1.51, coming in much, much more attractive than any other asset. Then let's switch gears and go to Willie Wu. Willie tweeting out that the orange coin seems a bit undervalued here. Not a bad time for investors to wait for the law of mean reversion to play out. He's looking at that highly liquid supply shock oscillator, going ahead and trying to tell us exactly how much Bitcoin is worth compared to the price at which it's trading. Then if we take a look and we go and run over to Will Clemente, the wizard himself, taking a look on chain at exactly what's going on in the brand new Blockware newsletter that came out this week. First, he starts with the price and he drew out these lines showing that Bitcoin just trading in a range. Then if we go ahead and we take a look at the on-chain price levels, what we can see is that in blue here, the short-term holder cost basis, and then in orange, a ratio of realized price liveliness called a hodler implied price. This is a bullish scenario based on the chart, according to Will. And ultimately, you'd want to see a push above the short-term holder cost basis that they've been talking about. The bearish case would be that we actually go down and cross over the short-term cost basis before the hodler implied. That would be a sign of capitulation. If we then go ahead and take a look at various price levels, we can see here at the realized price distribution. This visualizes the amount of Bitcoin that was last moved at each denominated price level. About 14% of Bitcoin's money supply last moved between $38,000 and $41,000, showing that that is the highest distribution on this graphic. Then let's go move and take a look at the funding rate, which remains kind of a mixed signal. It's an indication of a lack of strong opinion in either direction from the perpetuals market, as well as an increasing market efficiency. That is the view of the Blockware folks. Then let's go take a look at the geographic premiums and Will and the Blockware team breaking down this idea that Asian trading hours have been trading Bitcoin at a premium for the first time since January. 
That's been a fairly strong signal of local recoveries, aside from a slight premium in late November. And then ultimately, the previous premium regimes, the post-COVID crash, the dip that bought to $47,000 in April of 2021, a massive dip buying in the summer of 2021, and then, of course, the 40K in September 21, and then right in January. So to see the Asian trading hours, trading Bitcoin at a premium, pretty incredible. Then let's jump to the supply not moved in at least a year. We continue to see an amount over 64%, sitting around 64.5%, which is an all-time high. Bitcoiners aren't selling, and over 64% of Bitcoin has not moved in at least a year. Then let's jump and take a look at the Bitcoin whale holdings, and you can see that whales are accumulating aggressively. This is such an important metric that Will literally texted it to me this week and said, wow. As we see the entities with over 1,000 Bitcoin filtering out all the exchanges and GBTC, etc., those whales continue to add to their holdings. And this is the first time since January that we've seen this occur. Now, of course, the Bitcoin market, it's important to pay attention to the on-chain metrics. On-chain is not some magical indicator. It doesn't tell us the future. But what it does do is it opens up in a transparent way exactly what's already happening on-chain. This data is available in the Bitcoin market. It's like getting an earnings report every single day on the Bitcoin network. The Wall Street investors are going to open their eyes and start to realize that on-chain metrics are incredibly important. And as they begin to realize they have more information and more transparency in this industry, you're going to see more and more investors, more and more traders start to come into the market. Bitcoin is holding strong, especially in light of the meltdown in tech stocks and other industries. All those other assets, they're down 50, 60, 70 percent. Bitcoin down about 40% or so. And so even though it's down in price, it's holding up better than lots of other risk assets. It's going to be interesting to see where Bitcoin goes from here. There's arguments that it could be a bearish outlook. And there's arguments that it could be a bullish outlook. My favorite metric, though, is that 64.5% of Bitcoin hasn't moved in a year. This market's illiquid. And it's going to take a catalyst of demand to drive the price higher. Where that comes from, I don't know. And neither does most people. But when it comes... As we've seen many, many times before, Bitcoin moves fast once it gets going. That's it for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed these updates. I'll be back next week with Will on the show. I hope that you guys are enjoying these and I'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. And if you're looking to try to transition to get a new job in the Bitcoin or crypto industry, we've got you covered head over to pompscryptocourse.com. We've developed a curriculum with the top teams across the industry. It's a three-week intensive training program with over 50 events packed into that three-week time period. Go to pompscryptocourse.com to learn more, and I'll meet you guys for the next episode.